Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Jim Gray. Hey, hey. Talking about Gray. Jim Gray. Jim Jam. Gray Slide. <laughs> Jim Gray, Fifty Shades of Gray, skateboarding show is brought to you by powerflexselect.com a website i recently launched with my brand powerflex wheels that also sells boards trucks bearings grip tape wax anything else you need for your skateboard if you want to check it out please do uh, get 10 percent off your first order by typing in select 10 at powerflexselect.com i appreciate you taking a look i uh, hope you guys have a good day and enjoy the show all right so here's the way it goes welcome to another episode of believe in skateboarding this is your host jim gray and I, I think I'm going to have to modify the question because you're you're eight years old. So I'm going to say, I'm Jim Gray. Who the heck are you? I'm Wyatt Hammond. Wyatt Hammond. And you are eight years old. Yes. Yes, I like that. You are, you're, I think I would say you're a diehard skateboarder. Thank you. What What's your favorite thing about riding a skateboard? My favorite thing about riding a skateboard is there's no need to do something that you have to do that someone's like wow you can do any trick you want you're free okay so freedom you like you, no one's telling you you have to do this trick you have to do that trick yes so you're saying your favorite thing is going out there and what looking and deciding what your head tells you to do looking and seeing what i want to do and just having fun having well no fun you're definitely having fun which is awesome but you're also doing pretty amazing stuff for an eight-year-old okay so um so you obviously see things a little bit differently. So when you go to the skate park, like, what's your process when you get there? What do you do? I mean, I'll see what's small to start small, and then I'll see what's big to when I could see maybe in a week, oh, I can maybe kiff a front board this. Okay, so you're looking at something like you go there and you ride the small things that you, that you already understand, right? You warm up, yeah. you get loosened up, but... Like, so you're saying the whole time you're there, you're looking at planning like something you're going to do next, like planning. your next big, even if yeah. it's not that day, you're just thinking I'm going to get that one day. I'm going to get that one day. That's interesting. So, so then you go through your day and you start with your warm up stuff and then you start writing some of the bigger, bigger stuff. Bigger stuff. Yeah. Doing, doing stuff you already know how to do. Yeah. Like I know how to back 50. That's one of my favorite tricks. And I'll warm up on like a small rail, maybe like a flat rail, let's say, and I'll back 50 that, get all my tricks on that, and then I'll go to maybe down rail. I'll do some warm-up tricks on that, then I'll try to find a bigger rail somewhere different. So like, like what you skate a lot at, like Etnies, right? Etnies, okay. yes. And there's, Perfect. How, many, how many rails do they have there? I know there's that one, like 11 stairs? There's an 11 stair, there's a 6 stair. And I think that's it. 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. So will you warm up on the 6th stair and then work Not your way up? Not a lot. Really? You'll go straight to the 11th stair? I'll go straight to the 11 because like, I'm already so into... I've done almost every trick on this rail that I can just go there and with no pads just board slide the rail. The eleven stair? Times. Yeah. Yeah. I can board and that. You, ten now, times. And you're eight now. When did you start skateboarding? I started skateboarding at two and a half. Two and a half, wow. And like what you've ridden you've ridden for me for what, a couple years? I think you were six? Uh, something like that? Six. I think it's been two years. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It amazes me when I look at your age now. You're eight. Wait a second. You were still six. Yeah. Um, so what do you think... What do you? Th- what's the best trick that you think you do? Oh, it's between... Do you mean on a down rail or like, like You just think about it. Like, if you could only just do one trick today, what are you going to do? Like, what's your favorite trick that you're just good at that, like, feels good? It would be kickflip back up. Okay, that's pretty. But that's I could a pretty do kick trick. foot front board on something a little bit bigger. Now you're just telling me you got a kick foot front board yesterday at Nigel's place. Yes. And how? What, what's a, the size of that rail? Like, how, what's the? It's probably up to my hip, and I've been working on that for probably about a year. And the first time I tried it, I was so. I wasn't getting in. Yeah, and why was it harder there than it was? Because you're already doing that trick, right? You said you like that trick. You do it other places on what, smaller stuff? Yeah, well, I learned kick for front board. I was at Nigel's one day, and my friend Dominic Walker showed me a red rail, which I call the red rail, and he was like, I think you got kick for front board on this. And I was at the premiere of my part, and my the Hot Wheels thing. Yeah, I I went there. I think it was the Hot Wheels one, and it was the premiere of my friend Carlin and me, and we had the whole crew there. Christian, I think it was Stephen, Jake, all my buddies there, and I had already tried that four times and going back. And that one time, I just got in good and turned it out. And I was like, I finally landed kit for front board. And then now, we fast forward two years, and now I'm doing it on a bump to down rail. So that's just a much harder approach. It's a much harder approach because you're thinking, I'm going to, there's no danger of falling really any way let's think of like a down rail i was doing the uci 14 stairs and i feebled it i was lucky that it wasn't a middle rail 
I could have fell onto one side. But I'm so good at that trick, I stay up on it, and I know there's a bail to the flat or there's a bail to the grass. So you actually have your bales thought in your head. I like have if my you have bales. to get off, you got options going this way or that yeah, way. Yeah, you realize that a lot thought. of not, not, like I'm almost sixty years old and I can't think that way. So you're eight and you're already like, well, okay, I'm just joking. I sometimes have my bales planned out, but definitely I'm not yeah. going down rails. My first thought is, let's just get on the rail and then I'll find my bales. If I'm on a middle middle rail where there's stair sets on both sides I sometimes get scared because it's like there's one bale and it's to jump forward and that's scary when you're on the rail and you're like off balance but you just have to you just have to go for it it's just like there's no getting scared when you've practiced a million times so so you do realize you're crazy right I'll admit that. All right, a little bit crazy. Because so, the idea of not being scared riding a rail is kind of ludicrous to start with. But the fact that you are eight years old and you go for a rail and you're like, ah, I'll kick flip front board the 11 stair or whatever, or, or whatever it is, just still yeah. like, yeah, okay, that's, that's a little on the crazy side. It's just I'm looking at some of the people. I'm going to throw out a name here. Jin Will. Jin okay. Will. He's my friend, and we skated at a contest, and I look up to him. He's insane. How old is he? I think he might be 11. Okay, yeah, I know he's a And he's doing kickflip front blunt, front blunt, varial flip, and I'm like, wow, he's been out there skating his parks, and I'm like... It's so fun to skate with someone that I look up to and see... And did you meet him first at a contest? I met or him, you see him first online. at practice. Okay. At practice... Where you practice at Nigel's place. Is that where you practice or where? I do practice there, but I was in a contest called okay. Damn Am. Okay, so you're practicing for the Damn Am. That's where you and met him. Which one? Phoenix? No, no, Damn Am was at Barracks. That was okay. Phoenix Am. All right. Okay, all right. So Damn Am, we had one day to practice, and I met him, I think, the day before the real practice, and we just skated so well together. And then the next day, we skated at Nigel's Park, and we got... I'm going to throw out a number here. Eight lines that were back-to-back. It was just like, again, let's get a backside flip over the bench to front board the rail. So you guys were and pushing each other. You guys were inspiring each other. Each other. Yeah. And I was like, looking at what he can do and then him looking at what I can do is so fun to watch. It was just like, I would get on the double set. Then he would just pull out front blunt, and I was like, no warm-ups? And he was like, yeah. And then I was where, just Where does like, he live? I think he's, he's Japanese, and he lived in Japan for a while. 
but I think he might be moving to uh, California. Okay, to be out here more often. Yeah, yeah because he was. No, like, there's a lot of amazing Japanese skaters. Yes, com- coming up. I, you know, Sota. You met Sota before. Uh, he's been hurt for a few months, but he's he's actually a kid that that writes for us. And yeah, uh, I was just skating with Felipe Moti yesterday, and I saw him do big spin, backside hurricane, and I was like, "Wow! Like that's not an often trick you see." And I was like, "That's probably the first time I've seen anybody do that trick." And I was like, "So, that's so how'd you get into skateboarding?" I was... Just mom and dad had a skateboard and you rode no, around the garage or were you begged for a skateboard? Was, it was actually... Mom and dad had a longboard. Okay. But my, it was hidden. So I was out there riding my mini bike and I saw my neighbors skating and one day my neighbor went upstairs to grab something and I borrowed his board. And just like rode away with it, and then he let me keep it actually. And you were two. Was, I was two and a half, and but the story was I was sitting out there every day for at least half an hour watching them skate. Yeah. And then one day he left his board outside, and I'd had the opportunity to just go skate. That's pretty cool. And then I I saw them do kick flips. And the sound just entertained me so much. So I would flip my board at a curb, and it would sound like I was doing a kickflip or an ollie. So I would keep doing that, and that just gave me the leg power so I could stand up on the board. And then... So did you start out sitting down first? I started out sitting down and on my knees. Okay, pushing, just pushing. And then I went to SoCal one day. SoCal Skate Shop, and they were like, are you going to skate? And I was like, well, I'm there with my mom, and she was like, he wants a skateboard. And then they were like, who? Because I was so tiny, yeah. and they weren't expecting for a two-and-a-half-year-old to go in. And, and then they were like, yeah. So Here's I think the first so, so SoCal Skate Shop is where is how I first met you. I believe it was, was Shreddy. Not, it, Shreddy, t- Shreddy sent Mercury. me a picture of you and said, you know, I mean, hey, you got to check this kid it out. It was and my like, first sponsor. Yeah. And one day, my mom told me, you might get your first sponsor today. SoCal Skate Shop just asked you to ride for them. And from that day on, I've been riding for SoCal Skate Shop. And this journey with SoCal Skate Shop has helped me. Yeah, they're good guys. I mean, I, I Mike, the owner, I've, I, skated yeah. with, I skated with him when we were teenagers uh, for a long time. And his brother, uh, we grew up skating together. So um, lots of history there. So Yeah. And, and tell, tell us about who your other sponsors are now. I have a lot of sponsors, which are really helping me with my journey, like, Hot Wheels. Every year we've gone to a Woodward and you get a filmer and a pro to skate with. So Billy Marks the first year 
Yeah, I've seen a lot of videos with you and him. Yeah. Are you guys like connected? You guys are like the crew? We're connected in some good ways and we will always be connected no matter what. And the first year I was skating with him and he just didn't get that I was seven years old skating rails and he was like, I'll just let you do the skating. <laughs> I'll do my part, which the filmer asked me to do. So he didn't tell you what to do. He followed you and let you he do your thing. He would just follow me. And then the second year, he got that I could get on rails and flip in. And from that day on, from the first day, Utah, which Utah, we had so much fun together because that was the place... That is that a Woodward in Utah? There's a Woodward in Utah, yeah. and my friend Thor lives out there. And I once met up with him before we went to Utah for the Hot Wheels Summit. And I was like, this is so fun to see what my friend Thor is doing. Like, he's a training skater. And... I was like, Thor, I think you got front smith on this. Or go over the spine. And then another good friendship with me and Thor is a really good thing. Yeah, how old is Thor? Thor, I think, is seven or eight. Okay, all right. And his mom also does a podcast, which... Cool. Cool. Is so cool, and I've been listening to those and yours. And is I'm this like, your first podcast? This is my first podcast. Oh, cool. I like that. I've done an interview, but it was five minutes. <laughs> well, this one, people actually get to hear you talk. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> so, so let me ask you a question. Do you think of skateboarding constantly? Like, do you like to sit around playing a game or that, and you're thinking about skateboarding, or do you, do you keep that when you're, at the, when well, you're on your skateboard? It's an on and off thought. Okay. It's sometimes I'll just get skating out of my head and just focus on what I'm doing. Okay. Sometimes I'm always thinking about skating. Like, I have a fingerboard. I have a handboard. I'm always using that sometimes. Okay. I'm always doing something that makes me want to skate. And I understand that. I'm just curious if, if you act- feel if you feel like your mind is always going there towards skateboarding. Yeah. You know, like I'm always active. I'm in the pool. I'm. Yeah, let's talk about that. What other, what other things do you do? That, uh, I mean, obviously, I imagine you swim, you ride your bike, all that. But what do you do that you consider like another sport that you participate? I know you work out at the gym. I'm not know. gonna say swimming is a sport that I love. I'm gonna say it's a. Something I'd like to do when I'm at, done with skating. Okay, but you're just like jumping in and swimming around the pool. You're not yeah. like doing laps. You're not. It's like... not doing laps. Yeah. It's having fun in the okay. pool. Yeah, it's that's... like I did my work today in skating. Let's go have some fun in the pool. And another sport I love to do is football, flag football. Okay, yeah, I love and flag football. When I was your age. In the fall, and I think the spring, there's a season that I'm on my friend's team, Blake, and Blake and Jordan are some of my closest friends, which I used to be at the school Tribuco Mesa, 
and we were friends at Trebico Mesa and we would always try to find a football and throw it around. But I had this friend Trevor. I could name a lot of kids that I had friends there and Blake was my closest one, Blake and Jordan. So you guys play football at school, during well, school, at lunch? Well, it was at soccer. Like, soccer, okay. Soccer right. was our main sport there. It would be like, everybody, go grab the soccer ball. And I assume you played soccer a little bit? I some, would Because your mom teaches soccer, would, right? As coaches? No, no, I would be in AYSO, I think. I guess I'm saying, but your, does your mom coach soccer? My mom does coach she soccer. She does coach soccer, yeah. I think she used to coach college. Okay. And she coaches club. Okay, and we gotta give your mom some props because your yeah. mom, your mom gets you everywhere. Your mom is exactly Jenny. Congrats! Yes, uh, they come she by and visit me at the, the shop Uber all the time. Driver. They're they're on a quest to find a new spot. Um, yep. Jenny's She's quite a Uber filmer. Uh, she films uh, film yeah. funny stuff as well, um, and she's definitely the limo. She driver. has helped me through my skate career, and she will always. Well, I find it interesting that you call it a career at eight. So is this yeah. like, this is your, you've decided this is it's your career? It's my fun sport. Okay. It's so, just. So, like, so let's talk about that process. If you, when you think about your future, you're eight. Are you thinking about going through school, going to college? I mean, are you, I'm or is your life like thinking, I'm going to be a skateboarder my whole life? That's my life. I'm thinking, I'm not thinking past where I am. I'm right. thinking. Well, you're living today. Um, this is the day I do a podcast. And I'm not thinking about tomorrow. All right. I'm thinking That's about good. This That's good. Day. So you're not obsessed with the future. You're just living. You're living day by day. Yeah. And I hope day focusing on your school and getting and your school work done. Yeah. What grade are you in? I'm in. I'm going into third grade. Okay. I was in second, and I'm so excited to be, cause I've been like, what is third grade gonna be like? Because I'm always out there watching third grade sometimes, and I'm like, that 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 looks so much fun. And so, do you think it's like you're growing up more? You're getting to do more things. Yeah, I'm getting to do more than I'm just like second grade was fun. Third grade's I think going to be even more fun. That's awesome. That's a good. That's a good attitude. And it's like. I don't really care what the next week looks like, even if it's busy or sitting here watching TV. So sometimes. let's talk about planning. Like next week, do you do you guys plan where you're going to go skate, or do you have certain days Mom a week does like all you the skate? Planning. Okay, so but so you don't stress on it. You just like you. Just, you tell her places you want to skate, or you it's tricks like you want to get. Today, I yeah. wanted to go. I was watching my part this morning, and I was like. There is some spots that look so small to me now. That used to seem big? That used to seem so massive. Well, you know, that's part of growing. I mean, again, I, I've yeah. known like Tony Hawk since he was your age. And I remember when Tony Hawk was your age, he couldn't barely get to the top of a pool. He wasn't strong enough yet. You know, yeah. and then, then one day strength and muscles start developing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're you're a fairly you know, thick, muscular as far as wise. You're not super skinny. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're, I've you're, heard you're the strong. story about Tony Hawk. He was very skinny. He, he said very, he was very skinny. He was very skinny and, and with that, not lots of muscle. So yeah, he would literally be doing tricks two feet from the top of the bowl because he couldn't yeah. get to the top of the bowl. You know, and then that and, and then eventually he sprouted. Get the muscles so. to get up there. Yeah. So you with as much skating as you do, 
uh, are going to keep getting stronger. I mean, what about injuries? I mean, have you had many injuries? I, I see you. You're I always posting slams. Had, I mean, you're slam. I posting. haven't had so many slams, but some of the key slams I have had have took me that much longer to get back from. And one of my first slams was hyperextending my middle toe, my pinky toe, and my big toe. And, and how did you do that landing? I was skating this tiny gap that was cement on, let's think, parking lot with rough cement. Okay. Curb, and then it's kind of like a grass gap, let's say, but it's a down gap. So we put a little sheet of, I'm going to say metal right now, or a ramp, up through the curb, and I got so much wacky speed up top that I barely made it down, and my toes stayed flat on the ground, but my knee pad went down. Ouch. So... It's called hyperextending. Yeah, bending the opposite way. It's not supposed to go that way. It's not supposed to stay there. It's supposed to stay straight. And that really took a long time to come back from. Because I I was just like, Mom, can I go outside and skate? And she was like, you're not ready yet. (laughs) Well, so I see. I mean, you post a lot of slams when you're practicing stuff. And and most of the time, you just get right up. It's just getting up and... I hit my rib once at Entney's. I did probably, let's say, a two, three foot air mm-hmm. in, we call it the Mickey Mouse Bowl. And I came down. I didn't turn. I was trying to go to fakie or out of the bowl. And I came down, hit my rib, and then I was just got back up and tried it again because it was it didn't feel good it doesn't feel good to slam no it doesn't thinking back and saying that is like i really did that 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 shouldn't have happened because i was at that age i think i was six i would go up and i'd try to get out of the moment and I can't get out of the moment when you're already in the air and you can't really get it's like in movies where you see like the broken building and someone's jumping on the blocks of the broken building that's not real life yeah like, you can't just like well you're you're spawn. very well trained in real life bailing and survival yeah above, above a lot of eight-year-olds not a lot of eight-year-olds are throwing themselves downstairs where you have to decide that the grass landing is safer than the stair landing yeah and it's, so on and so forth so it's basically a riddle you're a middle you're, is kind of like a riddle it is a little bit of a riddle and you're and, and you're a stunt man too i think that's uh so yeah, Hot Wheels is a pretty awesome sponsor. I yes. mean, we print stickers for them. Hot uh, Wheels, Ruka, Ruka has helped me a lot. Yeah, like, they're, they're good dudes. Yeah, they've been gifting me what I've needed for a long time, and that has really helped me in my skateboarding. Yeah, and skateboarding at, at knees, at knees, at knees. Uh, I'm gonna point out some. Entney's, S1, Powerflex, like all these have helped me 
during these six years in skateboarding. It's, a, it's an awesome thing to have. I mean, yep. and, and again, the reason uh, I think all of us sponsor you is because we want to support you, and we're proud to have you writing our stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, more than anything, I'm just I, I'm blown away watching how quick you progress and how much you enjoy it. Um, and I hope that uh, that you keep enjoying it always. I mean, and don't get too serious about it. I mean, it, it's too yeah. serious is just that too serious. Like, it's not fun. I've watched videos and people are like. Why did I do that? Like, I I just shouldn't have done that. Like, I've looked back and said, that shouldn't have happened. You mean stuff that you were doing yourself? Like, stuff that I was doing myself. And, like, one time I, I hurt my knee on a rail, and I could have easily bailed to the side. And I was like, why, why didn't I just do that? Well, do you think that that helps you learn? So next time that helps you know, me learn. Like yeah. I have a choice now, and it's like the riddle: Do you fall on the stairs or do you fall on the grass? <laughs> and that, well, you're, you're definitely looking at it differently than a lot of people. A lot of people that you adapt that quickly, and you know, again, I hurt my knee on a rail. I'm eight. Okay, a lot of people go, "I'm never riding a rail again." That scared me. And you're like, "Okay, no, I'll just change my approach." I'll, it's just. Any way that you approach a rail is a good approach to a rail. Okay. And, and not skateboarding is not an option, right? Yeah. So you have to just like, okay, what do I have it's, to do to keep keep progressing? It's like I've seen Chris Jocelyn try tray flip down a Toro. He literally landed on his board and turned out and jumped off. And he will go back for that. He's not going to just leave it as I stuck it, I spun and I accidentally jumped off. So let's let's take that as an example, okay? I How do you think? Like you I you, think you like when you set out to do a trick, are you like I'm are you going to wait till you know you're ready or go out there and just when you think so beat yourself up till you make it? Well, the first thought is there's steps in doing a rail. First can you get on? Second, are you able to hold that? Yeah. Third, getting off. The third one is the most important one. Landing, yeah. Because if you do everything right, but you don't know how to get off, that's the struggle. Like, And do you, you mean need coming off the end of the rail or actually landing? Actually, I mean like... When you say get getting, off, I'm saying, do you get off like, to you means like I've making seen, it to the end and and getting a landing or the actual you call the landing is when I've you I've seen people do this, let's say on a feeble, and you're going on these like curved at the end rails. Yeah. You have to pressure on your back foot. So it doesn't fall over. It's... I'm going to say it's part science. Yeah. You're like... Well, if I just stay in a position to hold it, my board will dip. Yeah, when it goes if over, I, when it goes to the round edge at the end, yeah, yeah it's for an sure. experience. Yeah, it's a, that's engineering. You're learning. Yeah. You're learning physics right now. It's like half physics, half. That's what I need to do. When you're on a feeble in a back fifty, you can't just stand there. You have to be ready for what's next. 
you can't just be standing up there being like, oh, I'm just going to land this. Well, you're right. It doesn't take magic. That's something I see people trying tricks, and you can tell they don't have any clue on how to land it. Yeah. And then then the thing is, I think a lot of people who've been skating for a long time, like me, I don't do anything. I don't understand, like, how you're going to try to come out of it. Like, what, what would be the point of just getting yourself into a position and not knowing how to get out of it. That's really dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> you that's have to like be thinking the, about how to get out of it. That's the dangerous part of skateboarding. And there's dangers and there's there's good sides. Yeah, but I think the fact that you have the idea that you know you're putting yourself in a dangerous position, but you're you're looking for the safest path but out, that changes a lot. a dangerous position is kind of a good place. It dangerous position could put you into a good position. Because you're going to make something... Because I'm going to make it that much better. And when I fall on a rail, that's not too good. But that helped me get that much better at what I'm trying. And that's what I always say to myself. When I'm trying feeble front shove, because I actually did land that at uh, Ryan Sheckler's part, or park and I was thinking while I was doing it I'm getting that much better at feebles while I'm trying a trick and don't think you're just trying a trick to do the trick think backwards I did this trick I've tried this trick for five hours that made me that much better at this trick. And it's not you're doing a trick to do it to do it. I mean, you're doing a trick to have fun and do what you love. So so when you go out to skate, you try not to chase chase tricks. You try to do tricks that you have fun and then you... Then you, I try to then you like, formulate something new you want to try yes. because you think it's going to be fun. It's like back 50 could turn into back smith, back lip fakie. Like there's tricks that unlock different tricks. Like feeble, unlock front smith for me. Front feeble, unlock back smith for me. There's tricks that open up other tricks. When you know how to kickflip and you know how to backlip really well, you can do kickflip backlip. And I was just one of my friends, Leandro, which taught Felipe Mota how to skate. He told me, try kickflip backlip on this rail. You will get it. Fourth try, kit flip back lip. And then that opened up a whole new thing on rails. You, you've been back. very fortunate in the fact that you have a lot of uh, a lot of teachers, mentors, friends. Yes. Uh, I have know. a lot of people that have done a lot. Well, Coach, let's talk about Chris Clicks. He's taken yes, a lot of photos Chris of you. Chris Clicks Digital. Yeah. He, he definitely liked you in the early he, days and, and went well, out of his way to get a lot of good pictures of you. The first time I met him, Jake Bernier has told me a lot. He has helped me through my six years in skateboarding because 
he had Chris Clicks and some of these filmers. And he was like, hey, come out with us. We're going with a photographer. And that day, I did, I think, a rail. And he was like, let's keep in touch. I can do some stuff with Wyatt. And that opened up a whole nother gate to now I have somebody to take photos. But I can't say I have somebody. It's he's open to everybody. But Chris Chris is awesome, but Chris when he likes you it, it's definitely It's a helpful. connection. Yeah. And now we know So oh, when you're when I you're gonna do something or go for a trick somewhere and you know you're getting on video or something like that, you, you will call Chris and tell him and if, in case he wants to come if and get a picture as well. If it's big enough, yeah. we'll call in a filmer and a photographer. Like when I did Hollywood 16, there was uh, another good friend of mine, Jake Brenier, told me about is Aldrich. He's a filmer. And we took Aldrich and Chris to a couple spots together. And they just had so much fun together. They were like, should I get fisheye or should I get long lens? They just worked together to film and take photos together. So, so you know a lot more about photography than your average eight-year-old, too. Yeah. I think a lot of eight-year-olds don't know about what a fisheye is or a, or, or a long lens. Yeah, um. a long one. <laughs> but what was fun was I just went to Woodward with Sandlot Times. And Michael Custodio is Ryan Checkler's filmer. Okay. He let me get a fisheye camera. And he was like, you should try this. I bet you you would be so good at it. At filming? Yeah. yeah. And well, I, think I so, filmed Manny Santiago. Oh, I like Manny. And because he was on the tour bus and it was just so fun to film with him I just it was so fun it was so fun to be around the people that I look up to like Ryan Sheckler Chris Jocelyn and Manny Santiago Julian Jangagliardi Christian Jordan Nobi and all those people I got along with really well it was like Wow, I didn't think I was gonna meet Nobi here. I wasn't expecting Christian to be there. I was like, I didn't know they were coming. Wow, this is gonna be a sick week. And then skating with them was so fun at Woodward. And then. And you filmed a little bit yourself then? I filmed a little bit myself. Yeah. Cool. And you like that? I like that. Yeah. Because you try, you when you when you're filming someone else, you try to think about how you wish that you were getting filmed. That was yeah. Sort of, yeah. I was like, I'll film them the way that they want to get filmed. Yeah. But then that doesn't mean that I'm just doing whatever I want. I'm filming. Like when you're a filmer, you, that's a big job in skating. Oh, it is for sure. And like. I want to give, like, some, I don't know how to say it, 
but I want to give some thanks to all the filmers that have filmed with me and like filmed sure. other people right, because right. that's good, a it's big, good that you realize that that's a big responsibility well and it's also if a you, big part of why you get seen by the world is because those clips are out there yes. you could be ripping all day long but if nobody sees it in today's world yeah, you know, it, it doesn't it get noticed doesn't, doesn't help you with your sponsors doesn't help you with all that stuff although that doesn't matter you gotta realize you know ne- yeah. never forget even if it's not on film as long it, as you're having fun just, that's the most important thing yeah it doesn't matter I didn't think about sponsors until I like saw like I was watching TV that one day when I got on a skateboard and then it was like I saw Chris Jocelyn's plan B part and I was like there's something called a sponsor (laughs) and then at three and four I was like I didn't really care about getting sponsored I was just like I'm well, just having well, yeah. fun out here skating. And then at 6 and 7, I was like, it's it helps to be sponsored. Well, it helps to be sponsored, obviously, because you save a lot of money getting product. But do you, do you know why you're sponsored? Do you know why I sponsor it's, you? It's a good, it's for a good reason. <laughs> well, it's for a good reason for me. But I think the, um, sometimes people lose track of what sponsorship is. And I mean, yeah. I always say, like, I can eat hamburgers good. But you know, In and Out Burger doesn't sponsor me. You know, yeah. I mean, they, they don't. I mean, because I don't help them sell hamburgers. I mean, so the idea of someone sponsors you is they're hoping that enough people appreciate your skills, your style, that they want to try the same products you're writing. You yeah. know, and that's ultimately your job when you have a sponsor is to yeah. try to help them to sell product. Promote, yeah, to promote. to promote their brand so that people will want their brand. And that's yeah. uh, you know, a lot. A lot of people think the kid, best kid in town should be sponsored. It's like, well, if he's not helping somebody. If you sell not, something, it's not really going to happen. So Yeah. So, But when you get a bunch of sponsors like you have, you have top-notch sponsors. I mean, clothing sponsors, footwear sponsors. I mean, Hot Wheels doesn't get much better than that. Um, that yeah. uh, if that helps you get around to travel and film and stuff, that's, you know, can't beat that. It's a good good world, you know. Yep. Don't ever take it for granted. Yep. <laughs> and be good to your sponsors. I, I am. So let's talk about kids stuff. What other... Okay, obviously... You skateboard like an adult. What about what about kid stuff? What do you what do you do around the house? What do you do with your friends? What, you, you still well, you're still a regular everyday kid, right? I assume you play video games and you know. Or, that I don't. You don't play video I games. Don't okay, play good. Video games. I'm glad you don't. Except it's, for like maybe a little bit of Minecraft. Okay. But it's looking at skating and then doing stuff outside. Yeah, so I walk in the house. You had skate videos on. Yeah. So. Um, so that's your primary form of entertainment is watching yep. skate videos? Watching skate and a little well, bit of football. Okay. Where do you like like regular just pro football? Yeah, like yeah. NFL football. Okay. So what um when you put on skating to watch, what do you put on? I would like look at some people that I look up to and in- Instagram, like, you know, or, or YouTube. Or, I mean, where, where I'm are you looking on YouTube a lot. Okay, all right, so you're watching it's videos. It's just like, whoa, Chris Jocelyn just put out a new part. Let's see what's in it. And then I'm amazed. I think Chris Jocelyn, maybe Nolly flipped. There's a gap. It's like dirt. And then there's a wall. And it's, again, a parking lot to parking lot. And I was like, I think he nolly flipped it and back threed it with a snapboard. 
and then that was sick. And I I've been watching Be True, the Plan B part, and I was watching the skaters, and I was like, they have looking at the video part that I saw before, and looking at this part, I was like, they've progressed a lot, and. Oh, skateboarding's progressed a lot, and it keeps progressing. It's crazy. Skateboarding is never going to stop progressing. It's so, always so going to progress. So, do you get inspiration for tricks you want to do by watching those videos, or are you thinking about these mostly when you're out skating and deciding what... I mean, do you see a trick on a video and go, I'm going to go do that trick, you know? Sometimes I do look at it that way. But a lot of times, I really don't. It's... Sometimes I'll see, let's say I'm watching Gin, my friend Gin, and I was like, oh, that's a cool trick, front blunt. I, I went outside and got on my, I did it on a tiny, up to my shin rail, and I was like, now I can probably try it on a little bit bigger rail. But the upside to doing a new trick is you can't just hope it's going to come first try. You have to know it's going to be a battle. And So you go into battle. You go into battle and you're going to do a trick. It's in my mood when I'm doing a new trick. But sometimes I'm just having fun and it's like free skate. It's not... So let's I talk about that. Let's talk about that. When you go skateboarding, and you go skateboarding almost every day, I assume you know you're um, almost every do, day. Do you what what percentage of your time do you think you just free skate versus when you focus on doing tricks? What do you think? Probably you thirty minutes to sometimes an hour of just free skating. Of just free skating, and then and you start focusing, and then you focus at the end on doing new tricks. Or? Actually. At the end, I do the free skate. Start, I'm getting those tricks that I already Okay, learned. so you come, like, I'm getting these tricks today. I'm getting these tricks And today. then when you're done with them, you're like, okay, now I can just... But some of my tricks, like backsmith, I'm saving that as a work in progress on a down rail. I did back lit on the six rail and I just, which I'm surprised I could pop up to. But... I'm not really surprised. I'm thinking I've got that much better in this amount of time. And that has pushed me to do what I love and learn new tricks, skate in the streets. And I've just been having fun out here. Where are your favorite places to go skate? Let's like think about your, if you could just go anywhere today pick three places that you would like the first place you'd go of, of anywhere else I'd go right here and then Ooh. some others give me three I'm going to throw out Entney's okay. and I'm going to throw out Nigel's and Ryan's okay alright I haven't I've never been to um, uh, Ryan's but I've been to Nigel's Nigel's place is pretty sweet Ryan's Park is I like how they call it the Sandlot the Sandlot Times Park because really it makes a ton of sense 
if you haven't seen uh, The Sandlot, that movie really says why he named that park The Sandlot. Because The Sandlot movie is they were having fun playing baseball. Yeah, and I remember. It was a cool movie. The Sandlot Times Park is they were having fun skateboarding. It's really like a mix. So you think it's you think a Sandlot Park is the, the layout of it or just the vibe is there? It's the vibe. The vibe. They okay. were it's just like come here and have fun. fun. Okay. It didn't matter what you did. You just had fun. And I like how they called it that because I've been watching that movie over and over and I was like, that makes total sense why they called it the same. Well, it's awesome. I mean, I, I know that you're very serious about your skateboarding. You like to do really crazy tricks and so on and so forth. And as an older skateboarder, all I would ever say is make sure you have fun too. Yeah. You know, I mean, because believe me, I've spent time trying crazy tricks or whatever like that. I mean, I, I you know... And as I've gotten older, I've gotten more content with not doing tricks, but just enjoying riding my skateboard. Yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, but it's keeping that balance, not losing track. That tricks are awesome, but ultimately, having a good time is what it's all yeah. about. Yep. Even if you're trying a trick and you're getting mad, you can save it. It's not like what you're gonna do is gonna just vanish. You're right, and if you, I've, I personally always had a three tri, three try but rule. It's like you know, it, it could, could, but you know what? But it, it, it won't. It's happen. a long way for you. You shouldn't even think about that yet, because until you're, honestly, until you're really in your twenties, do you really ever start feeling? I don't know what you'd say, deterioration, like it's difficulty, like it's a little more challenging. At your age, you heal quickly, you you grow quickly, you're you, you you're strong. Um, you know, it does get harder when you get older. You have to you have to pick your battles and say, I, I just can't do that. It's not worth the risk. Pick and choose you know? your battles. Yeah, I want to have fun. I want to have fun today. If I do this, I might get hurt. Maybe I shouldn't do that today. I just need to have fun. Yeah. You know, when you're younger, yeah, you can usually get up from the slam and keep going, but uh, that definitely changes over time. Yep. And I've... I've ha- I just haven't worried about getting hurt. I've just been... I'm having fun out here, I'm skating with my friends, but I'm still in the mood to get some new tricks. Well, I think you need to let that drive you. If, if, you, if your brain tells you, I want to do something, then you go for it. Yep. But be careful having other people tell you what you have to do. You, you yep. pick that battle on your own. You've got not, a lot of years ahead of you. I'm not really worrying about what other people tell me. Yeah, I you really shouldn't. You should ride skateboard say. the way you want. You I'm going to ride it the way I want. So what's next in life? We got third grade. Third grade third is next in life. Third grade and flag football and summer. Ah, so summer is the best time. So summer. What, what's your best summer activity? Lots of time in the pool. Probably not. Probably not. No. A lot of competitions. Uh, a lot of skate Com- contests this year. Yeah. Yeah. Where? Because, Name a couple coming up. Ooh, I think I might be invited to. Australia oh, cool. for Nitro Junior Games, and I'm going to some of these damn am contests, which are so sick. And seeing these contests that I've seen other people skate in is insane. I was in that contest, 
is so it's so fun to be in hold that pop for a second Yeah, so we're 50 minutes in. We are, definitely. Yeah. So we're talking contests. So yeah, we're going to finish this up in a few minutes. But just, yeah. um, so you got uh, third grade coming up, a bunch of contests, possibly Australia. You're waiting possibly to hear? Possibly Australia. And Australia will be so fun because I've heard a lot of people have lived in Australia. I can't see, I can't wait to see what it's like. Yeah, I've never been. I, mean, I know I've had contests. They, they have a great skate scene there. Yeah, but then I'm kind of scared. Because it's like, everybody's saying, it's so hot. Oh. And I'm well, like, you know, but, the, the, but if you go during the summer here, it's not the summer there. Yeah. They're in the opposite season. Yeah, because yeah. of where they are on the other side of the planet. Like, while we're having summer here, they're having winter. Yeah, it, because it's, you know the planet rotates at a different. It's, it's a different um, weather pattern in different parts of the world. I mean, they're on the opposite side of the Earth. Like we're so here, when we're they're in on winter, the other side. When we're in winter, they're, they're in, in summer. summer. Yeah, they're the summer. Summer in Australia is during our winter. What? So that's a weird. Yeah, change. so it might be hot there during their summer. I'm not sure how hot it is during their winter. Oh, in summer it's going to be blazing hot. So you got any other shout outs or anything you want to get out there to people? I want to give some shout-outs to every filmer that has filmed and Sandlot Times. Sandlot Times. Ryan Sheckler. Yup, Ryan Sheckler. Got a lot of good dudes out there. I miss his event. He used to do it at these every year. Hopefully they do that again one of these days. What? He used to do the Sheckler Foundation event. The um, Sheckler Foundation. Yeah, but you were, you know, again, you're... And today so. there is a... Ghost Skate Day at Entney's. Yes, today is official Ghost Skateboarding Day. This probably podcast probably won't come out for a few weeks, but uh, yeah. you can at least, when you're listening, realize that we took some time out of Ghost Skateboarding Day to talk skateboarding, yeah. and then we're going to go skateboarding. You're going to Entney's yeah. is where you're going to skate. I'm going to, it's four to seven tonight. Definitely going to be a hot time of the day. Yep. Yeah, I'm not sure where I'm going. I may go to Huntington Vans um, mm. or Costa Mesa, but. Don't, uh, don't forget to go to Grinders. Uh, well, I never forget. There's a shout out for Grinders, right? Yeah, grinders, is, grinders are our friend. Ryan's awesome. Whenever uh, you go to Vans Outdoor, you have to cross to, the street and go to, to Old World Village and go to Grinders. <laughs> I love that. Are you sponsored by Grinders? Yes, you are. I am. See, I didn't even know that. I didn't know if that was a token thing. Ryan's a friend of mine. I print their stickers too, so you know, oh. they're they're you know, um, but they're they're good people. Like I said, I print stickers for a lot of your sponsors. <laughs> print the Hot Wheels stickers. You do? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, that was a cool one. They, they actually, we made some stickers for them the first time they sponsored an event, and the people from Mattel went there and said, we really like these stickers. Who did them? And So we've been printing their stickers ever since. So we do Barbie stickers and Hot Wheels stickers <laughs> and all sorts of stuff for Mattel. So it's pretty cool. You need to get some stickers for my sister, the Barbie stickers. Oh, I, I can grab, I'll grab some for your sister. <laughs> Sometimes they when they come through. So, all right, well, you know, people, eight-year-old, Skates better than all of us. What, what can we say? Um, actually has a level head, too, huh? Uh, I, I, would, I wouldn't imagine being able to do a podcast with too many eight-year-olds, but uh, uh, Wyatt just showed us why he's on top of his skateboarding game, because he thinks about it. And, uh, heck, I'm 60. I still don't think about it. So <laughs> you're, you're way ahead of me. So you have anything else to say to people out there in the world? Well, whenever you're skating, 
Don't give up and keep trying. Right, and I'm, have fun. I'm good with that. How about thanks to who's the most important people on earth? Thanks to everybody and my sponsors, my family, and of course my mom because she's the overdriver, she's the filmer, and she's the editor. Yeah, mom and, makes it happen. Yeah. Big thanks to Jenny Howland because she's out there making it happen. Yep. And whenever they come and visit dad. me, the and, and dad. dad, absolutely. And little sister, she she adds to the family. Yep. She's got a great family. Yep. But all right, people, we're gonna sign this one out and. Uh, that was uh, eight-year-old Wyatt Hammond. It's, uh, you know, we're going to watch him come up in the future, and we're going to listen to this 20 years from now and go, man, he was only eight. So that's what we hope. I hope, uh, hope the best for you for skateboarding. More than anything, I hope the best for you for life. I hope you have fun and never lose track of having fun. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Adios, everybody. This week's episode was presented by Bet Online. <laughs> listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.